Fast forward to the end of 2024. Think of your goals. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should get Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. I absolutely love Babbel because their courses help me learn real-life conversational skills. It's so easy to learn how to order food, ask for directions, speak to the locals without having to consult language apps. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time offer for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners, at babbel.com SPP. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com SPP. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com SPP. Rules and restrictions may apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, baby. Welcome to the Smart People Podcast. Sit back, grab a drink, tune in your brain. Ask not what your country can do for you. This nation will rise up. Hey everyone, Happy New Year and welcome to the first episode of Smart People Podcast in 2011. We hope you enjoyed the past week of drinking, responsibly of course, gorging and hanging out with in-laws. I'm sure that most of you are like me and you've already broken your New Year's resolution. Speaking of New Year's resolutions, Roach and I have come up with our own resolution for the Smart People Podcast And what that is, we want to be a little different than the other podcasts, and we want to let our listeners be heard. Thousands of people download this podcast every day, and we think it's only fair if uh, those of you that make it possible are given, you know, given a say. So we have a Contact Us link at the top of our website, and we'd like you to go to that. And in the comment box, leave us a comment on who you would like to hear, what you wish was being asked, anything like that. And also, every week we are going to feature a listener segment. It's going to be a short, probably three or so minute segment where we're going to call one of you listeners every week and we're going to let you speak, let your voice be heard. Do you have an interesting story you want to tell? Do you have a job that you feel like you should let others know about? Perhaps it's a dirty job or something funny like that. We just want to give you the opportunity to be heard as you listen to us. 
as Chris mentioned earlier, uh, there have literally been thousands of you who have downloaded the podcast. Um, while we do this for free, there are expenses associated with the podcast, so we added an Amazon search feature to the website. You can buy your products through the site, and it will help us out by giving us a, a, a small commission, and anything you can do would be greatly appreciated. Now remember, this costs nothing to you. You go to our site, you search for what you're looking for on Amazon, and you buy it just as you normally would, and it would help out the podcast. And that website address, just for anyone who has a short memory, is smartpeoplepodcast.com. So as Roach mentioned, check us out. All right. So uh, on to today's guest. Our guest today is Mr. Bob Barron. Uh, This is a true feel-good tale we have with him. He's been called a living miracle worker. He's been featured on numerous shows from Oprah, The Today Show, ABC World News, Fox. The list goes on and on. Mr. Barron is a 24-year veteran of the Central Intelligence Agency, where he was a senior disguise specialist. And it's kind of hard to explain exactly what he did. The best way to do it is to say, you know, when you saw Mission Impossible and they continually kept pulling off different masks, you didn't know who was who, Mr. Barron is the guy who created those masks in real life. He actually did a better job than they did in Hollywood. They tried to recruit him for the role. But he found that his true meaning was what he did after the Central Intelligence Agency. The interesting thing about him is once he left the CIA, he didn't hang up his shoes and call it a day. He actually started his own business called Custom Prosthetic Designs, where he he creates prosthetics for people who have uh, genetic malfunctions, who have had trauma injuries. And the work is... I can't, you know, I can't emphasize it enough. It's unbelievable. It is almost undetectable when he creates a prosthesis for somebody. Um, We're so excited to have him on the show and kind of share a little bit about his experiences. And if you guys find this interview interesting, go ahead over to our website and check out the videos that we'll be posting shortly. I think you'll be blown away by them. As a fair warning, though, the videos are pretty graphic. It may not be for the faint of heart. So here is the interesting tale of Mr. Bob Barron. Uh, when, uh, when I started in the CIA in 1968, I was uh, working in their graphic arts department, and uh, that's where we reproduced documents and reproduced passports and reproduced anything that you can imagine that you could reproduce, we could. And uh, I uh, became one of their senior forgers. <laughs> so uh, I wore several different hats. As a matter of fact, at the end of my career, I had six passports with six, six different names. And at times I'd have to uh, get on the plane and look at the passport to see who I was that day. After uh, a few years later, the last 15 years, I was uh, in the disguise department, and the disguise department at first was just uh, traditional disguises, beards, mustaches, wigs, quick change clothing, that sort of thing, but we uh, found, found out that we could not penetrate as deep as we could and get the intelligence that we needed just with a beard and a mustache. So we started reproducing and and looking into silicone and uh, producing uh, silicone masks for agents 
that depended upon the realism of that disguise to keep them alive. Their lives depended upon the realism, and uh, their lives were in jeopardy if that disguise didn't pass the closest uh, uh, scrutiny of 6 to 12 inches. So, you know, Hollywood didn't come out with it first. <laughs> you know, to put one of those masks on Tom Cruise, it takes about three and a half to four hours for them to put that on, and for him to take it off, it takes like three seconds. But with ours, it had to be put it on in three seconds and take it off in three seconds and reuse it. So I became their senior disguise specialist. And uh, those sophisticated disguises would be worn by agents that would have to penetrate in, in areas where you would not even want to penetrate. Right. Their, their lives to depended upon that disguise to keep them alive. And, and I am happy to say that I did not lose uh, one agent at, at that time. Well, that's, now, that's a great accomplishment. It is. And I cannot uh, tell you where those disguises were used. Okay. Uh, that's the first thing that the CIA said when I retired. <laughs> you will uh, not talk about operations, but you can come out from undercover and use your talents in a humanitarian way, and that's the only way that I was able to do uh, what I'm doing. Now, when the agency sent me to New York in 1983, they sent me to a the Association of Biomedical Sculptors, and the president of the Association of Biomedical Sculptors was John Chambers, the man that designed the mask for the Planet of the Apes. And... Uh, he was the only person who knew who I was because I was still undercover. But the agency sent me to the Biomedical Sculptors Association to see if they had any materials that we could use to better our product. And when I found out, what I found out was that we were five years ahead of the commercial world. And I also saw quite a few and various disfigurements, people without eyes, people without a face, people without a nose or an ear. And I said, Bob, if you can change somebody's identity, then you can give that identity back to that person who needs your services. Or if, if you can put someone in hiding, then you can bring that person out of hiding. These people are prisoners in their house for like 10, 15 years. They won't come out. They right. don't want people staring at them. So I knew 10 years before I retired from the CIA what my second career was going to be. And, uh, you know, there's there's not a, a better high than, than I get coming to work and knowing that I'm going to make a difference in someone's life. I think that's definitely what everybody searches for. So to be able to find that, um, that must feel, you know, really fulfilling. Uh, it 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 definitely is. I mean, to know that you're going to give that person back the quality of life they were used to before their differences is just tremendous. There have been at least 24 people that I have, uh, or they have contemplated suicide. And without my help, they wouldn't be here today. I was given a talent. Now, I thought that purpose of my life was keeping those agents alive. But I have found out that the good Lord was getting me ready for something far greater than that. And I believe he's going through me to help those who need uh, their life back. 
Absolutely. Well, I do want to talk to you a little bit about um, your current business. I was wondering if there was anything you would be able to tell us about the operations you were doing, or if you have an example of what you had created or uh, how it was used or anything like that. Not at all. I cannot discuss that at all. Okay. All right. I I respect that privacy. Just wondering if I could get something out of you. (laughs) No, because I'm still uh, sworn under a secrecy agreement. Right. Okay. And if I break that agreement, I'll be wearing stripes for the rest of my life. Nobody's asking. I like a nice uh, pinstripe suit, not, <laughs> not the ones that you can see from two miles away. Absolutely. Know? Okay, why don't you tell us about some of the stories or projects you've done for custom prosthetic designs that stick with you? Well, on uh, Oprah, there was a uh, gentleman uh, by the name of Tim Dunaway, and he was in a serious boat accident and uh, caved his face in, and he almost died from it. And I uh, designed a nose for him, but when he was on Oprah, he he was going to get married before the accident, and he just didn't want to get married after his face was all messed up. And he came to me, and he he was also one who had contemplated suicide. And if his sister had not had seen me on TV on another program with Charles Gibson, he wouldn't be here today. So he called me, and, and he came to me, and I fabricated a prosthetic nose for him. He was on Oprah, and his girlfriend was there as well, and he proposed to her on the stage. Oh, wow. But... The other one gave a man a uh, mid-face that had cancer, lost his cheeks, his nose, his upper lip, and he is a survivor, the only survivor out of six of the rare cancers in the world. So it's, it's just something that is just a very good thing. I received a little letter from uh, a, a Christmas card from, uh, from Eric, and he says, I'm in the third grade now. You made my ear when I was in first grade. My dad puts my ear on in the morning. I really like my ear. People used to say, what's wrong with your ear? But now they don't. What I really like about it is that whenever I show it to a grown-up, they say, whoever made that is really good. (laughs) Thank you for changing my life. I wanted to write to you earlier but I didn't know how to write so good. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's pretty funny. You know, if that doesn't bring your hair up on your arms, right? nothing will. And that's what keeps me going. I, I wanted uh, so. to ask, too, if um, d- does the agency uh, still, I guess, have patents or rights to any of the processes or procedures or materials that you use? I could uh, use my talents. I could use what I created I think my forte was uh, mastering the technique of making silicone look like skin. So <laughs> That's what so, I was going to wonder is the process of how you create these things. Well, <laughs> the process, there are different, there are various steps of creating an ear. Like there's 175 steps wow. on uh, creating an ear. But when you see the final composition, if you see the final uh, ear, you go, oh yeah, okay, that's that's good, but you don't have any idea what goes into making that ear look like skin. I had uh, one patient called me and he says, Mr. Barron, something funny just happened to me. And I said, what's that, sir? He says, I just went to the barber and the barber cut the hair out of my prosthetic ear. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> 
And I said, well, that's pretty, that's pretty good. He said, what do you mean? I said, he, he was that close and he cut the hair that I put in there in your prosthetic ear. And he said, well, yeah, but can you put the hair back in my ear for me? <laughs> but, uh, you know, realism is what it's all about. Uh, ear reconstructive surgery is the most awful thing that a doctor can put a child through. The outcome always falls short of everyone's expectation. And ear reconstructive surgery is just just something that they should rethink before they start messing a child's life up. They wouldn't, I'm sure, practice on their own grandson and granddaughter. But you know, it just I'm there are plastic surgeons out there that are great in certain things that they do, but they're not great in everything that they do. And one of them is uh, trying to reconstruct an ear. It's uh, it can't be done. You can't put the color in skin grafts. You can't make all those very fine layers of tissue in an ear. Let I me mean, feel your ear. Feel how thin it is. Hmm? Okay. It won't. The skin will not live. So they take rib cartilage and carve it, put it up there, and and pull skin around it, and say, okay, there's your ear. And and somebody will say, well, it kind of looks like an ear. Kinda is not going to 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 work because in the agency, when I designed a a full face mask for an agent, it had to pass my close scrutiny before I would issue it to that agent. I would say, okay, Bob, would you wear this? Is your life going to be in jeopardy? Is it going to attract attention more than distract attention? Right. Or is it going to distract attention more than which is it going to be, Bob? Because if you issue that to someone and you know you shouldn't and that person doesn't come back, you got a lot riding on your shoulders, man. Exactly. You're yeah. going to have nightmares at night. Yep. You don't hear about those agents that don't come back. And if they are caught, the agency does not know you. Right. Oh, that's true. Yeah, exactly. They do not know you. Who? No. <laughs> no, we don't know him. We yep. don't know her. Right. <laughs> no. That's why I had to... <laughs> Be as professional as I am, because I had to look at it that way. So, if you would have anything else that you would like to uh, mention, uh, no, I think that about covers it. Can you tell our listeners uh, what your website is and where they can find you and anything you'd like them to know? Uh, my website is www.prosthesis.com. I'm located in Ashburn, Virginia. Uh, I would appreciate if you know anyone out there that need my services. It's not for me so much. It's for that individual who I can make a difference in their life. So thanks, Chris, John, and Merry Christmas to you both. Merry Christmas. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye now. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in and taking a listen. want to remind you again, go to our site, bottom left-hand corner, click on the Amazon button. That is literally it. Go search Amazon all day. Whatever you buy gives us a little commission, helps us out, and it is no cost to you. You will not even notice. And as always, wanted to thank the Outdoors for the music on the podcast. You can find them at OutdoorsMusic.com, and you can also find them on Twitter at The Outdoors Band. We were asked to create a Facebook page. So we now have a Facebook fan page for the Smart People Podcast. Go on there, like us, and get to know other Smart People Podcast listeners. It's smartpeoplepodcast.com In the middle of the street